You're listening to the Cars of Carlisle Network, podcast episode number 81, Jerry Kiefer, automotive fine art photographer. Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, meet Jerry Kiefer, automotive artist and owner of Kiefer Photography, LLC. Jerry is one of the premier custom automotive photographic artists in the car hobby. His work focuses on proprietary techniques developed over many years, producing art that blends the vehicles and the owners into captivating visual stories that celebrate some of the most iconic cars ever produced. In fact, Jerry's passion has generated art of heirloom quality that will likely be valued for many future generations. Kiefer Fine Art preserves the provenance of the vehicles we all love and celebrate. Listen in to hear how Jerry has built his private commission business while recently acquiring high-profile commercial clients like Callaway Cars, an American company specializing in vehicle manufacturing and engineering. It's time to learn how light painting techniques can make your car into a masterpiece. So, let's get revved up! Hello and welcome back here to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren, and this is episode 81. As you heard, this is going to be focused on Jerry Kiefer, and Jerry is an amazing uh, automotive artist. He uses this this uh, light technique that makes uh, makes his photography look like these are incredible paintings, and they truly are heirloom, as you, as you heard in the opener. We happened to run in and, and meet Jerry and his daughter, and from that spot, bond this uh, immediate friendship and now we are uh, talking about other opportunities and what have you but uh, wanted to definitely showcase Jerry and all that he does he can transform just a standard photo you know, instead of just a standard um, photo of your car he can make it into something that you would be proud to have on the wall of a corporate building or in your living room what have you an extraordinary guy so I'm really excited for you to enjoy this episode want to say again thank you to everybody who has subscribed and continues to uh, be a part of this the show and and be part of our our crew uh, think of it like you're taking a road trip you're escaping you're taking a 30 40 minute vacation each week with us Come along on the road trip. Just uh, forget about the bills, forget about all the hassles of life, and, and think of this as just your escape. We really love having you along in the car and riding along with us for this podcast. So let's talk a bit. Uh, I want to give you your trivia question so you can think about that and uh, have the answer at the end. What Allentown, Pennsylvania native was known for being a pretty much a hard-nosed uh, automotive corporate executive, first starting off at Ford and then later at Chrysler, but this gentleman was uh, tapped, um, or it really, he, he took it upon himself to try to get uh, Henry Ford II to buy uh, Enzo Ferrari's struggling luxury car manufacturer back in the 60s. In fact, why I'm bringing this up? Well, 
Uh, we've been seeing a couple times now at the theater the Ford versus Ferrari movie, and I'm and I'm I'm going to put a plug out there. What an amazing film! Extremely well done. Two and a half hours. It's definitely for being car people. You've got to see it. But they definitely highlight this individual. So the question simply is, who is that vice president of Ford Motor Company back in the early 60s, an Allentown, Pennsylvania native? He went over to Italy to try to uh, see if Enzo would sell the uh, uh, the you know, majority of the company to Ford because uh, Ferrari had, through his racing program, had basically bankrupted the company, but later then uh, sold that part off to Fiat. So who was that executive? That answer at the end of the show. So sit back, relax, enjoy. Let's go talk to Jerry Kiefer. So hello, Cubers. This is Darren, and I have with me tonight uh, Jerry Kiefer. Jerry Kiefer is the, the artist and owner of Kiefer um, Fine Art. That, and you can find him at kieferfineart.com. And really, uh, his, his fine art light painting is, is, as his website says, is masterful, it's timeless, it's elegant. Jerry, thank you so much for being part of t- tonight's interview. I'm glad to be a part of it. Well, thank you very, very much. We were just talking offline, and maybe we can get right into that. Is um, maybe we get into about how you got started and what have you? But I know we definitely want to hit on some key things, and that is uh, the fact that you are you've had, you've done private commissions. Your business is also now you're doing some commercial work, some really large accounts, and I know one in particular that we want to highlight. So let's start at the beginning and rewind to. How did you know you had that artistic talent, that bug, and then where did the the love of vehicles come into all that, Jerry? Oh, I've always loved cars ever since I was a young child. I played with Hot Wheels, um, did lots of different things. Um, my love of cars started as a child. I've always been into looking at hot rods. Hot Wheels was a big part of my um childhood experience growing up um, from racing them to sticking firecrackers in them and blowing them up <laughs> yeah my just my destructive side and me and my dad had a ball doing that right um but then um as i got older got into high school um me and the buddies we um used to go to a, an old dirt racetrack called dorsey speedway near um baltimore and um one of my friends was actually on the pit crew for one of the drivers because he worked he was kind of like an apprentice where he did body shop work and he had a race car so we used to get to go and hang out in the pits it was a blast um and then one year me and my buddies all got a car together and um did the necessary modifications and entered demolition derby that was that was wow i'll never forget that i think i was like 15 or 16 at the time and did you? So you got two guys took turns getting behind the wheel. No, only one person got, um, got to drive the car, but we all helped in uh, getting it ready for the demolition derby. Okay, I didn't know if you got to spend uh, any time out on the on the demo track, yeah, you know, re- reversing into people and trying to knock them out. Um, but my my first car in high school was a '73 um, Cougar, had the '351 Cleveland. That's a nice car. It was it was awesome. I had a lot of fun with that car. I I wish I could find that car today. It had a um, bronze. It was like a bronze copper color with Keystone Classics all the way around. You, oh, nice. you remember the, remember those rims? Yes, I do. It was like you had the people that had the Kragers and the Keystone Classics. That yeah. was the two big things back when I was in high school in the early eighties. Nice. 
Um, So fast forward a little bit and um, just before, let me see, the summer after I graduated high school, I bought my first, because I've always loved Camaros, so I ended up getting a 68 Camaro and started to be the beginning stages of restoring it. And in 83, the 68 Camaro, the floorboards were all rotted out and I had to, um, you know, do a little bit of work and I got it to my buddy's body shop. This is the same friend that worked as an apprentice in his earlier years Mm -hmm. for the um, race car driver. Mm -hmm. And fast forward a little bit more, the car's still in the shop getting restored and I joined the Air Force and life happened. Well, sure. (laughs) Family, all that. Ended up getting married, having a family, and um, hence I ended up selling the car, and to this day I regret that. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I never got back into a, you know, like let's say a um, sports car, hot rod, or muscle car, Mm -hmm. and consequently I ended up gaining a lot of weight over the years and I made a challenge or a, I don't know a bet if you will with my wife that hey if I lose 75 pounds and then keep the weight off mm-hmm. for a little bit I'm getting the Camaro nice period. so ended up um, doing stomach surgery the gastric sleeve surgery and um, lost ended up losing a little over a hundred pounds Wow. And I went and got my first Camaro. It was the um, 2015 2SS. It was hot, red hot. And I liked the 2013 Hot Wheels edition that they came out with, but I didn't like the blue color so much. Right. So when I got the 2015, I ordered it with the same rims that the 2013 Hot Wheels edition Camaro came with. Nice. Yeah, I know that, that. I know what you're talking about. That's kind of a great uh, combination of being able to take what you liked two years earlier, but then making it work for your for your 15. So I kind of made it into my own Hot Wheels edition. Yes, with you logos did. And stuff. <laughs> but you're not going to put a firecracker in the back of that one. No, no. <laughs> so um, 2017 October at the SEMA show, they released the. 2018 Hot Wheels edition Camaro commemorating 1968 to 2018, 50 years of Hot Wheels. And um, it was really exciting that they chose the, the Camaro, to, or Mattel Hot Wheels chose the Camaro to commemorate it. So they, Mattel and um, Chevrolet worked together on that. And it's, I, it was just, the video that came out on YouTube that presented the um, Hot Wheels Camaro, I, I get goosebumps today watching that video. Oh, wow! I don't know if you've ever seen the video or not, but if, I don't think if I you have haven't, been. just go on YouTube and Google 2018 Hot Wheels Camaro okay. and look for the Chevrolet video. It's, okay. That, it just hook, line, and sinker. The next day I was on the phone with a dealer, you know, I, I, and put my um, 2015 Camaro up for sale. Mm-hmm. It was hook, line, and sinker. They had me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it's supposed to be. That's good. Well, that's a good story. In fact, to uh, to the listeners, Cubers will have to all go out and, and check out that YouTube video. If it, uh, if it gives you goosebumps, it's worth checking out. Yeah, it's um, 1,861 of them were made, and I've 
got build number 468, mm. and I think there's only 400 and some convertibles, which I have one of the convertible two SSs. Wow. That is fantastic. Good for you. So, anyway, um, you know, I'm going to rewind a little bit. Sure, How please. I ended up getting into photography mm-hmm. was when I was in the Air Force, I was stationed in Spain, and got my first um, digital, well, not digital, they didn't have digital back then, my first SLR camera. Okay, yeah. Uh, it was a Canon AE-1 program. And uh, I still have that camera today. It it has battle scars all over it. It got beat to death. Um, <laughs> so I got into mainly doing landscape photography. I loved shooting mountains and snow scenes and stuff when I was in Spain. And um, after I got out of the Air Force, I continued to do mostly just landscape photography. Okay. And occasionally I would shoot a picture of a car here and there. And I hadn't gotten very good with um, photography until I got heavily into photography with the when the digital cameras finally got really good with the SLRs. Right. the digital SLRs. Right. So I started with the um, a Canon Rebel and used that for a couple of years. Then I think I got a Rebel T3i and then, you know, I'm up in a Canon 5D Mark IV now, which is a professional grade camera. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess it started for, we've been in business for since 2015. So four years and it started four years ago i was shooting mostly just nothing but cars i just started going to car shows all the time and um this was before i got my camaro and then after i got my camaro it was even more fun to go to the car shows to shoot pictures um and something else that i've always liked is shooting at night shooting stars and stuff like that so I started thinking about, well, okay, if I'm shooting at night, what else can I do? And I found that there were some other people doing it also, is doing multiple exposures with light where you're lighting a little bit of a scene at a time. Okay, yes. Which is called light painting. There's some other definitions that people look at for light painting where they do art with lights. They make designs with the lights um, that's not the type of light painting I do. Light, light painting I do is where I'm lighting my subject, which is typically a car and mm-hmm. a scene. Because mm-hmm. um, I know you do like diners and, and other things that are usually relevant to the automotive world. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I got into that. And um, something else that really got my interest was the... Um, the local museum i had joined a camera club that um that met at the, the local auto museum which is called boyertown museum of historic vehicles so when i started going in there started seeing the vehicles i just i fell in love and just just wanted to photograph them all um so i had asked the the museum if I could do a light painting scene with one of their cars and the they have a old 19 what is it I 
1930-something Sun Oil gas station. Okay. With the ceramic tile roof and all. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and this was after, because I, I went and taken a workshop. It was a five-day workshop with a um, world-renowned photographer that does this light painting. And I did that workshop, and after coming back from the workshop, that's when I said, I've got to do this. You know, So the museum set it up for me, and they had somebody stay there that could turn out the lights for me, and because I like to shoot in complete darkness if possible. Okay. No lights whatsoever. So I have total control of the light sources. And that's, I know just looking at your, the, some of the gallery photos on your website, um, for those that uh, just want to follow along, it's Kiefer, K-E-E-F-E-R, fineart.com. It, it is just unreal how the, the subject itself then is, is the focal point and the black background. It's almost like it's ethereal. It's floating. It's, it's, it's almost in a black hole. Some of that. It's you're not distracted by anything else. Depending on the way you're trying to compose the picture and what you're what you're aiming to do with it. But it's fascinating. Thank you. Um, so anyway, I did the picture at the museum, which then led to the board recognizing this picture and my artistic abilities, and also my love of preserving the past Mm -hmm. and one of the board members had approached me and um he said i really love your work and uh he ended up buying one of these pieces and uh, asked me if had i ever considered being part of the board at the museum and because they would like somebody who can help maybe get some younger crowd into the museum somebody who can help with um artistic knowledge as far as displays and stuff like that and I was like sure I would love to <laughs> so I became part of the board of directors of the Boyertown Museum where I've done some projects at the museum with um, helping design a um, facade that goes on the outside of the um, elevator shaft so it looked like an old building rather than an elevator oh okay all right i did the um window displays for that um they're backlit windows with um, pictures in front of them so it looks like you're looking into the past and then some other things i've worked on at the museum is i'm work working with a um an airbrusher okay that's going to help in the in the future to um create a facade behind where it's like all cinder block wall right now it's going to be drywalled and then a facade will be put up to make it look like you're outside not inside of a museum anyway what we started talking about earlier before uh, before we got on to the podcast you were asking me about uh, my first big commercial client who happens to be callaway callaway cars of well There's two locations, one in Connecticut and one in California. I forget where the one in California is located. Um, But at the local Chevrolet dealer, the way this came about, um, I went in and they had, as you know, I have a love of Camaros and Hot Wheels Camaros particularly. And I had already done 
one of the uh, Copo Camaros from 2018, one of the Hot Wheel Edition Copo Camaros. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they had a 2019 in the showroom, which was just beautiful. So I went in and talked to the performance manager and asked, you know, hey, I would really love to do a um, special light painting of this car, a portrait of this car and started explaining what I do and showed him what I do. And he's like, hmm, his, his gear started going. So he's like, what if would you, we have you do some work commissioned by us? So I've got this Corvette here. Uh, I'd like to see what you can do. And it turned out that we were doing anywhere from seven to 10 individual light paintings of this the car different like a front end shot a side shot a shot inside of the car of the dashboard and then some detail shots so we take all those pictures i do my build in photoshop of all the light paintings then we take the photos and then put them into video where you're panning and zooming and showing the details and putting it to music and it's it's really exciting i can't um they have not been released yet by callaway uh, i can't wait so so that i can share them as well because i'm kind of held to i wouldn't say secrecy but it's not released to the public yet and i'm honoring callaway's wishes to be the first to release these videos to the public which i'm really excited for that that is exciting, and I'm so happy and proud for you. That is terrific. Thank you. And there's another project that I'm working on. Um, it's kieferfineart.com slash Tucker Project 2023. 2023 is significant because that's the 75th anniversary of the 1948 Tucker. Um, one of the things I am trying to do um is photograph as many tuckers as i can for the 75th anniversary um i had set a goal to photograph all 47 remaining tuckers and i i don't i'm feeling like that was maybe a little too ambitious but and especially because some of the tuckers are on some are somewhat unaccessible anyway as i can i'll be continuing with that project um i'm a huge fan of ida automotive um are you familiar with rob ida and ida automotive and the tucker sean and mike tucker they uh, work with him they recently one of their um biggest things they've done with tuckers is they did a probably one of the most exact to spec restorations of tucker 1044 Oh my gosh. Which is taking the circuit with um, winning many, many accolades from Amelia Island to um, the Elegance at Hershey, um, oh, Greenwich, Pebble Beach. It, it won everywhere it went. And um, Tucker 1044, I did a bunch of detail shots. That's what's on the website on that, um, the front slash Tucker 2020, or Tucker Project 2023. Okay, okay. So 
So I yes, hope to con- continue that as I move forward. Oh, that's excellent. That is excellent. What are some other things that you would like my podcast listeners to know about, to check out with your arts, anything with past projects, upcoming projects, anything to uh, to spark interest and, and want to certainly help your business? Well, I feel that I'm doing a service to help preserve the past, um, especially to have something that beautiful hanging in your home or, I mean, it, it doesn't have to look like gaudy car art to, I mean, women, families love some of my art pieces. They're not just for a man cave, although a man cave would look really good with some of these uh, types of pictures that I do. Uh, One of the most important things I feel is to have a picture like that and to have something God forbid something happened to your car. I mean, I feel for these people out in California. I mean, I've I've seen some scenes of where there have been some collections lost to fire, and there, there's nothing they can do about it. And, I mean, what better way to preserve a car or to honor a car than to have its picture taken in a way that's, different than anybody else can do with a cell phone or with just a regular camera absolutely yeah i agree and i like what you in on my research of you that you really are key about to borrow your your phraseology preserving the provenance yeah it's uh, just that elegance and as you said that um it's something that i think a key thing with I was so impressed when I saw your artwork at the AACA Museum back on October 9th when we first met at the night at the museum event. You had a lot of your works there, and, and everyone was just it's breathtaking. But it it is something that I like also part of what you have on your website that it's heirloom quality. It, this is the kind of thing that uh, a child of someone. They say, I remember when my parents had this car and it maybe has since been sold, what have you, but having that uh, beautiful framed um, piece of artwork in their home decades later may just conjure all kinds of positive imagery and, and good feelings. And I think that's that's really at the heart of what you're trying to do. If, and maybe I'll let you kind of t- take, take that and run with it, Jerry, but that's at least what I gathered in, in meeting with you and seeing a lot of your work firsthand. Oh, that's exactly how I feel. Um, I have have done, but maybe let's see. I think I've done one senior, that a senior high school senior with a car, that I could see that being something that he'll end up showing to his kids years down the road. You know this right scene that I did with him right. and it's just anybody I most of my scenes don't have people in them but they can um, it's not just for cars uh, something else that I will be um, doing is I'd love to be able to um, document uh, a restoration you know do a before and after pictures in this light painting style would be really fun. Um, And something else that I enjoy doing is shooting uh, old decay. That's Mm. 
kind of sounds weird, but like the patina, um, right? <laughs> but um, matter of fact, November fifteenth, my, myself and another photographer are running a workshop together at Old Car City in White, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever heard of Old Car City? I have not. No. Old Car City is um, a junkyard that's probably one of the largest junkyards in the world of nothing but antique vehicles. Mm. Um, this guy Dean that runs it, he's like almost he's in his eighties, I think. Um, I don't know how much longer the place is going to be around if the guy Dean who owns it um, is still able to run it. And what happens if he's not able to run it? So I think it's a really cool opportunity to be able to go there and shoot at night because normally they don't allow anyone to shoot at night in there. Okay. Well, then again, it's one yet another honor to uh, Kiefer Fine Art Photography. I mean, that's the fact you're getting these opportunities and making a name for yourself. That's terrific. Oh, that's great. Nelson Ghost Town was another example of shooting decay. That's um, two of my favorite images were, were shot out there. Okay. I have to check that out. Which is near Vegas. Now, do you have any of that on your gallery, on your website, that people will be able to find that? Um. I've looked through your website. Yes, okay. Nelson Ghost Town is on there. It's okay. the picture with the um, one of the pictures has three old trucks. I mean, four old trucks and an old giant barn, and the other one is a Chevron gas station with an old Cadillac inside. All right, now that I have my I have this up on my big screen and I see it. It, it looks with the the stars alone are incredible. Oh, that's out. Away from the city, it was just, that's what the sky looked like. It yeah. was just unbelievable. Yeah, it's tremendous. It, in fact, everybody, if you get a chance, go out and look at the gallery. It's towards the middle of, of the page uh, the, with the trucks, as he said, in the barn. It's on the left side and the uh, with the uh, caddy packed into the, the Chevron gas station. That one's on the right, and it's just, yeah, it's you just, I, when I look at these, and, I, and uh, not only are we, we fast friends, but I, I'm mesmerized. It's just, your work is mesmerizing. It truly is. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. I have fun doing it. Well, it shows. Can't hide passion, Jerry. That's the cool thing. It's, it's quite evident. Well, I'm going to give you final word here. Uh, anything that you'd like to uh, put out there to share in addition to what we've already talked about? nothing really else I can think of other than if you want to commission a piece of artwork of your vehicle Mm -hmm. or your home your vehicle with your home your garage um, just give me a call or send or go to the website and request a consultation and I'll be glad to help you I um, will travel pretty much anywhere Mm mm-hmm I actually went down and did some stuff in Florida last year in Ocala. That was kind of fun. Oh, the stuff I did in Ocala, that came from a, um, at Hershey the year before, the auction, I sweetened the auction deal and 
said, okay, whoever buys this, it was a light painting of a tucker. Okay. Whoever buys this tucker, I will personally come and do a light painting of your car as well. Nice. <laughs> it pulled in $1,700 for the museum. <laughs> I was really excited. That's great. Because uh, the, the bidding shot way up when I said that. Well, so. sure, yeah. Good for you. You're helping them in, in return, getting your, your name out there. Well, yep. for any of my fans, uh, be sure to check out uh, Kiefer Photography. You can find uh, Jerry on his website at uh, kieferfineart.com. Jerry's email address is jerry at kieferphotography.com. And they can always reach you direct, Jerry, right at 410-371-3052. That is correct. Okay. Excellent. Well, thank you so very much for taking time out of your, your night to, uh, to talk with us. This has been a really great interview, and, and I'm excited for uh, listeners of this podcast to learn more about your business and what you do. Well, thank you, Darren. I enjoyed it. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that talk with Jerry. Be sure, if you have any interest at all in trying to capture the essence of your vehicle and have it around for decades, if not generations, Jerry and his Kiefer Photography, they are the people to talk to you will definitely not be disappointed in the results of, of his fine art and, and craft. All right, before we wrap up, just a reminder, continue to subscribe, listen, get the word out. Thank you for uh, being part of us. Like we said, this is your road trip, chance to forget about life and ride along with us each and every week. We are so glad to be part of that. We're looking forward to some great things that are in the planning right now, talking about making some trips overseas, uh, looking at possibly England, France uh, this summer and uh, some other travel through various states throughout the U.S. So there's going to be some car people and some car stories, not just from uh, stateside. So stay tuned as we here at Cars of Carl begin to plan out our 2020 year. It's going to be our best year yet, for sure. Uh, the answer to that trivia question, I had asked, who was that hard-nosed, tough uh, vice president of Ford Motor Company that went over to uh, Modena, Italy, to try to see if uh, Mr. Enzo Ferrari was willing to... Uh, to work out a deal, and that was none other than Lee Iacocca. And you know Lee Iacocca for his uh, involvement with the Ford Mustang and the fact he went on to then be CEO of, of Chrysler and, and turn that around from a very struggling company in the 80s to what it became. So uh, a great leader. I've actually studied some of his leadership styles and an amazing amazing guy and, and is featured in the Ford versus Ferrari movie, which, again, if you get a chance go see it in a theater you need to have it with the big dolby sound and and uh, those throbbing v8s there's at Le Mans. that's the only way to see the movie so without further ado i'm going to say thank you so much for being a cuber being part of the show it means the world to me and the, the rest of those on my team they and all of you uh, make it all happen so drive well be well and take care <laughs>